Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Distance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 510 of Cognitive Dissonance. And we are proud to be recording this episode, actually, from Kansas City, Kansas, <laughs> home of the Chiefs. Go Super Bowl number XMZYR2D2, whatever fucking number it's at. Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas, Woo! City, Kansas. Go Chiefs. Pl- it is a place. It, it is. is the fence. It is a place. He did get it's the fact not- that there is a Kansas City. Right? It's just not in the right state. That is a bummer. Yeah, that's, that, that's okay, a swing different. and a miss on that he one. He deleted that, which is interesting because isn't this presidential communication, isn't it against the law for him to delete tweets? I thought that would, they, they had some sort of bullshit thing where they're like, you can't do that. I know that it doesn't matter if he deletes it because oh. it gets entered into the presidential record. And so we will go down in history with a presidential record that includes hamburgers, <laughs> Kavifafe, Kavifafe, and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, from making Kansas, their way from Kansas, yeah. all the way from yeah. Kansas yeah. to Missouri to Missouri. play the game. Right there. Look, you know, one of them may have a fucking house in Kansas. Who knows? How do we Look, know? They're not far from one another. Yeah. And they both have a Kansas City. Admittedly, it's confusing when you're fucking, when you have dementia. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might want to get that right. But the, the thing is like a hundred percent. Okay. Uh, let me full fucking confession. I had no idea which Kansas City the Chiefs were from, right? Yeah. But I did know that there were two Kansas sure. Cities. So if I were to, let's say, be the president yeah. and need to tweet something out, I'd right. be like, oh, there's two oh, of them. No. Yeah, I yeah. don't follow sports because sure. I'm busy being the president. <laughs> I have other things to do with my time. So, and I don't even, I would Google it. Yeah. Because I'm not a goddamn moron. The thing is, he doesn't know there's two Kansas Cities. Yes, you know, there, that's a problem. There, there are there are only three possible options. That's a One, problem. he's a fucking idiot, yeah. and he just thought the wrong thing. Two, he did not know there were two Kansas cities. Or three, he did know and just figured, eh, fuck it, I'll wing it. Admittedly, very recently, I thought we went to Kansas, <laughs> and we didn't. So I really can't say much about the, the president, because I know we went to Missouri, and I thought they were the same place. <laughs> so, because they essentially are. Um, I do want to talk, though, if we have a few minutes. And I know we're going to have the scathing guys on later in the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, the citation needed crew will be all together what, what? to uh, to do a vulgarity for charity, but will be joined later on by Andrew and Thomas of the Opening Arguments podcast. They're all going to be here talking, uh, doing some roasts. So, and they're, and they're here the whole time. So they're roasting the entire time. 
So, uh, so uh, it's going to be a great time. You're going to want to check it out. That's later on in the program. But I do want to talk uh, for a few seconds about the halftime show. Yep. So now, I know you're not a sports ball guy. You don't like the superb all. I get it. Yep. It's no no worries. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I familiar with yeah, the contract. I enjoyed the 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 the, uh, the the game, and then I really enjoyed this the halftime show. And I'm going to tell you why. A couple of reasons. Okay. One, I can say this without reservation. Caliente. Like, <laughs> wow. Two beautiful women who are in their low, low lower 40s and 50. Yeah. I mean, really beautiful women doing a, a, an amazing routine. They were not wearing a lot of clothes, which is a plus for me. <laughs> so it was really great. I really enjoyed the, the routine that they did. But I want to talk about a couple of things that they did, which I thought were absolutely amazing. They played Born in the USA. And... Uh, while they were playing it, a bunch of little Latina kids with American flag shirts were all singing Born in the USA along with her. Mm -hmm. And they showed in the audience kids that looked like they were in bird cages singing along with kids them. In kids in cages? Latino yeah. Kids in cages. Latino kids in cages? It was a little... Singing Born in the USA? Get a little political there, J-Lo. Wait a and minute. Then, uh, and then while she was singing Born in the USA people behind her opened what initially appeared to be an American flag, but it was actually a Puerto Rican flag. But that's a different country, Cecil. <laughs> well, maybe not. So, Man. And, you know, not to discount, there was several times while they were singing that they were not singing in English. They were definitively, there was a guy who came out and did a whole rap in Spanish. Just a whole rap. And and I, I, I recognize the song because I have heard this song before, but I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but I loved it. I thought it was amazing. They're out there being multicultural unabashedly. And I thought it was great. I didn't know shit that there was a controversy about it until today. And like, I, I was talking to my wife as I was driving and like, there's so many people up in arms about the halftime show. Yeah. Like so many people. And about all the things that you mentioned, like the Puerto Rican flag and like people speaking in Spanish and like women and like, uh, dancing around and like people like being all fucking worked up that it's like, oh my God, it's not family friendly or what have you. And it's like, well, on the family friendly thing, like last year we had a dude like with low rise jeans, like rip his shirt off yeah. and like strut around with his fucking shirt off. And everybody was like, woo, give me some of that. Yeah. But like now it's like a couple of like attractive women who are dancing around and it's not even all that provocative. No, it really wasn't. And people are all fucking up in arms. And they're up in arms because it's like, wait a minute. I don't get to control that sexuality and that's for me to control. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I feel like that's when it becomes not family friendly. When it's a dude, it's family friendly, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, really, to be honest, these haven't been very family friendly, depending. If you're talking about last year, that Maroon 5 one, that right. dude pulls his shirt off. He looks like uh, Brad Pitt in Fight Club with his low-rise jeans and his fucking bones poking out or whatever. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> and then, yeah. okay, if yeah. anyone's wondering, I am legitimately yeah. jealous. No yeah, shit. Yeah, true. no, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely a million percent jealous. Yeah. You can't see it through all this creme brulee I'm carrying around, <laughs> but I'm jealous. Body but, by yeah. bechamel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but seriously, this, uh, that there's been, I mean, look back to Janet Jackson getting her shirt pulled down and she's got the pasty on and the titty yeah. pops out, the wardrobe malfunction, quote It's unquote. never been a family-friendly really thing. Like, you know, it's a bullshit, like, On occasion, right? you'll have somebody who's not overtly sexual, I guess. But, okay. But, uh, again, if you're talking about a beautiful woman or a, a good-looking guy, yeah, they're going to take their shirt off. Yeah, they're going to dance. 
it's it's not for I don't think the Super Bowl is marketed even toward little kids. I don't think it is either. Like yeah. I'm just saying it's a, like it's a bullshit controversy. Like it's drummed up by pearl clutching yeah. fucking mad. weirdos mad about who it. are like, I want to see ads for beer. I don't want to see yeah. people dancing yeah. around looking sexy. Watch the puppy bowl, man. Right. Turn it on, just flip it. Flip it during the It's gonna be a half an hour. Right. It's gonna be a half an hour start to finish. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Watch the goddamn puppy bowl and clutch your pearls in private. <laughs> stupid witch who answers back must burn until her bones are black. No, no. A foolish witch without a pain must sizzle in the fire flame. A bitch who dares to say I'm wrong will not be pissed. All right, so this story comes from the friendly atheist blog over at Patheos. Christian TV host Hillary Clinton may have murdered Kobe Bryant with witchcraft. Oh, this is amazing. It's actually Christopher McDonald's show. Uh, Real quick before you start it, Christopher McDonald is wearing a black shirt sweatshirt thing against a nearly black backdrop. Yeah. So he actually looks like a floating head. So does the other guy. It's I mean, the other of, guy yeah, even very much even looks more. like a floating head. That looks like one of those really badly CGI movies that you yes. see where there's a floating head. Yes. Coming at the, that's exactly what it looks like. Chris McDonald looks like a Heaven's Gate advertisement. He do, absolutely actually. does. That's I, what I was like. just thinking that <laughs> because he's wearing a jumper. Right. If yeah. he's wearing those specific Nikes, I wouldn't be surprised. He's got like a quarter yeah. in his pocket yeah. or whatever they had to have. <laughs> <laughs> like 50 cents. <laughs> Pay the ferry man or whatever. Some weird ass. Um, do you even you know who Kobe Bryant is? Yeah, Kobe Bryant was a basketball player that died recently in a helicopter crash. He did. And he was a very good basketball player, and his kid died with him. His kid died with him as well. I know that. Yeah, okay. I just was curious I if you even no knew. I have no idea what team. I want to say Ohio. No. Is not the answer. It's not the but answer. But it was... What's the Ohio team that you would name? The one. What's the Ohio? The Ohio. No, now we got to know. Now we got to know. What's the Ohio team oh, that would the be Ohio. in Ohio? If yeah. you were going to have an Ohio basketball oh, team, no. Tom, what would it be? What do you think it would be? <laughs> now, now I would just pick a city. Just I'm pick a city. Desperately right pick now. a city. Okay, the Cleveland Cleavers. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> I have no idea at all. What I'm about? Like, let's let's do this for a second. Now that we're now that we're in it. Now that we're in it, I'm going to give you a couple. Uh, okay. What about I, uh, Indiana? And that's it. That's a whole state. So Indiana. The Hoosiers? No, the Pacers. Fuck. <laughs> I don't Let's see if we can get one. We're going to see if we can get one. We're going to see if we can get one. Okay. Uh, very popular one. Golden State? Those are the Warriors. Ah, oh, you got it. You I don't know why it. I know that. Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Probably because you heard it a bunch. If they won a championship, you heard it a okay. bunch. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. How about... Yeah, this is a fun game. Let's see. How about <clears throat> the Miami team? Oh. It's not the Dolphins. <laughs> it is. Yeah, the like, Dolphins are football. Okay, so well, you did get one. one. You're close. I'm like trying to think of like, like but the football, Miami, a football like, time is Miami. oblong <laughs> and a basketball is round. Like, so, in my head, I'm like, this is my. I'm like, my ears. What ears? What's like my favorite? Like, I'm like, here's what my head's doing. Miami Dolphins, Miami Beach, Miami Vice. Like I'm just like thinking of like the Miami Vice would be an amazing name for a team. Oh my god, why hasn't somebody been the Miami? I have no Vice. idea. Oh, okay, so good. The manatees. Uh, <laughs> it's the heat. The Miami heat. Okay. All right, yeah. It's really more humid, okay. but I get it. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Anyway, I, I can't make. So I'm, I'm just glad. I'm just yeah. glad you got the. It's Lakers. He was a Laker. Okay. For his whole career. Um, I, I would have. I would have sworn he was from Ohio. It was at least a majority of his career. If it was in the whole career. Wasn't there like a thing where like he left Ohio when people were mad at him there? No, you're thinking of LeBron James. It's a different guy. They're both black, though. <laughs> that doesn't seem racist at all for you to say that. Jesus Christ, Tom. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You don't know. You don't know. So you just, you just thought it was the same guy. Okay, so uh, so uh, let's play this clip. Now, this is um, this is the Mick Files, and he's talking about killing, I guess, the, the murder of Kobe Bryant, which the helicopter did a great job. I don't even think you need to clean it up. Well, that, so. Those are really efficient I'll when they want to be. Yeah. Let me make a wild theory. This is just, and there's only yeah. wild conspiracy theory I'm ever going to toss out there to, on this program. And I normally don't do this, but I'm going to ask you this, just a food for thought question. Uh, we all know that it's a pretty much given that Mrs. HRC, look, I've had Corey's, Cody Snodgrass on this show. <laughs> Somebody named Snodgrass? Snodgrass? Corey Snodgrass sounds like somebody who would tie someone to a railroad track. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a well-known fact that I had somebody nobody ever fucking heard of on this show to spout off of the fucking mouth a bunch of gibberish bullshit. Uh, and that's going to establish our next set of facts. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a trench coat on and a fedora pulled down really low. <laughs> he laughs like it's like... <laughs> His mustache yeah. twirl is fucking beyond. Twisted, twisting right? his mustachio, <laughs> and he's got a girl tied to the tracks. He hates Damn talking you, Snidegrass! <laughs> That's told me story. He's told me stuff off camera that would make people's hair curl about Hillary Rodden, Rodden Clinton. Well, why wouldn't he say it on camera? Oh, libel. That's yeah. why. <laughs> like, I, I love the idea. It's like, well, I once talked to somebody who lied about something, so now that's the truth. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, uh... Christopher McDonald has a uh, flying unicorn that he keeps in his ass. <laughs> and <laughs> you can, it, it's like a unicorn Pegasus. It's, it's a unicorn. Oh. It's an anal unicorn Pegasus oh. that is pegging him. Man, that's like a double rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. Like just saying stuff doesn't make stuff more true. Oh, man. So we've we may have told this story on the air. I don't know if we did or not. But you and I went to college with a guy who said he was the oh. heir to a meatpacking fortune. <laughs> and he he wanted us to drop him off a block oh. away from his house because he was in Secret Service. Uh, he was in uh, witness protection. Yeah, uh, 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 witness he was protection. in witness protection. That's what he said. I almost fucking killed him. He never said anything that was true. No. <laughs> it was the most, like, he would tell these crazy outlandish stories where you're just like, there's no way that happened. Why yeah. are you saying yeah. that? Yeah, I, I, you got to drop me off here. I'm I'm in witness protection. I was like, but why did anyone ever pick him up? Why would anyone ever pick this man up again? Oh Jesus! I remember. Oh. But, I, but you know, yeah, you could say anything. There's no price to saying anything. Right now, there is a price if you have to say it on camera, which the guy won't do. Clearly, this Whipley Snidelash or whatever his <laughs> name is, he's not going to say it on camera. Because he knows there's consequences but to like, that. I think like with like public figures, like it seems like there's no limits to the uh, shit you can say. I know. It really feels and, like that, especially these guys with these internet channels. Yeah, I, I, I am I am distressed. Like th th there is no recourse to the insanity. Like I get freedom of speech. I Like I'm a proponent of freedom of speech, but at some point like you can't just make up crazy, wild, outlandish bullshit without ever having to answer for your claims, especially exactly. if they're factual claims. I should be held accountable or you should have some mechanism. But if you're a public figure, it's just like, oh, well, you know, I mean, 
fuck you, you're public. Well, and that's it. You can, I, I genuinely think you can say Rush Limbaugh has cancer because it's true. Found out today that Rush Limbaugh has advanced lung cancer. But then you can't say, at least you shouldn't be able to say, and it, you should probably get prosecuted or, or taken to court if you say Rush Limbaugh fucks kids. Right. The problem is, is these guys get away with all the time Hillary Rodham Clinton eats kids. Hillary Rodham yeah, Clinton fucks right. kids. Hillary Rodham Clinton sleeps with kids in her bed and she touches them inappropriately. And, you know, I mean, she's, yeah. they, they say this all the time and they get away with it. There's no recourse whatsoever. And I don't know if it's that Hillary realizes that there's only 35 people that listen to the Mick files. Right. So she it even, because she's right wing watch her, is probably yeah. amplifying their brand at a, in a huge way. But- the the fact is, is she thinks I'm just going to call more attention to it if I sue a guy who has nothing. Yeah, and I'm going to call more attention to the fact that people think I fuck kids. Yeah, I I don't think you're wrong about that, but I am not I'm not sure. Like, it doesn't seem like public figures have any significant recourse. They don't. I mean, like, because think about the crazy shit you used to see on the fucking Inquirer. No, I know. Me too. Um, yeah. Only Domagard agrees. I've had people that. Don't even follow this stuff. Tell me that she's a witch. People have told me that you told me Nancy Pelosi's a witch. Can a witch, Corey, cast a spell on something like this? <laughs> Can a witch catch a spell so witchy she yeah. can't witch it? <laughs> How much witch could a witch witch if a witch could witch witch? <laughs> could a witch cast a spell at witch witch? <laughs> <laughs> and not be no, and I'm just throwing that out. I don't know anything about this stuff. You do. Is that possible? That something? If she wanted to get rid of Kobe, and I'm not. Please, right wing watch. Don't be putting the me and Corey are saying this. I'm just. This is just a food for thought question. Do you think Hillary could be would be able to do it if she wanted to do it? Okay, no, they never get to his answer. What were you going to say, Tom? Why in the world would Hillary Rodham Clinton want to kill Kobe Bryant? What in the world? How in the world are they connected? Well, and, and what are you talking about? Do you think that you would have a better target? You know, if you're Hillary Clinton, is it that what you do is indiscriminate because you can't control your witch powers? <laughs> if that's the case, you might as well get a box delivered to you in the mail that you can flip a switch on and get a million dollars for. Right? Because if if your powers are so indiscriminate that you literally cannot control who you murder with your witchcraft, then why ever do it? Because it could right. be one of your loved ones. Right. It, instead, you know, she she would have to have some sort of beef with Kobe. I know. And she clearly likes sexual assaulters. Her husband is one. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of beef they would possibly have. Did they like beat her in like a rousing game of horse or you something? Know, I just, like... <laughs> He's dunking on Hillary. <laughs> jumps over. He's like, he boom. fucking posterizes her. He's like, boom. <laughs> fucking tomahawk dunk, dunk from the fucking free throw line. And she's just standing there with her arms up. And then she breaks in half. <laughs> he swatting the fucking ball out of her hands. It's like, get that weak shit out of here. Oh, man. What is fucking happening? Oh, I would love that so much. That would be the best. Can you imagine being a witch so powerful that you can make a helicopter crash, but you can't just make his heart stop I know, while right. he's asleep? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's collateral damage and killed a 13 year old kid too it's like a whole bunch of people like nine people died in that crash just like yeah but fuck you yeah. kobe <laughs> i'm the good guy now <laughs> yeah oh, <man. laughs> so um yeah that's <clears throat> obviously that's the downside but you know after three days we bring you back to life and uh, from that point on uh, it's a slam dunk three days i gotta be down sir 
I, you know, I said three days in the prophecies, but um, you know, there's fudge room. We could have, we could put you down late Friday, uh, all Saturday, and then uh, you know, raise you up at the crack of dawn on Sunday. So, thirty-six hours tops, thirty-five if we did it on the week that they uh, set the clocks forward. So this is this is related, Tom. Yeah, this is uh, from the Free Thinker blog over at Patheos. Prophet asks for fifty million dollars to resurrect Kobe and his daughter. Uh, so this is kind of great. This is an African preacher. Um, and he says, Hey, look, What's his uh, name? Mm, Nigel Gazy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from Ghana. Uh-huh. And I want to, I want to read to you what he said. Um, so he said, the Lord just took me into the spirit world and I've seen a great man. <laughs> all right. I already don't believe you. <laughs> Yeah, no, all right. Yeah, no, you yeah, I don't believe you. I know you guys yeah. couldn't get a hold of me from like three to four fifteen or so. I was in the spirit world. I had no service. Spirit world. No yeah. service. Oh. I tried to do a selfie Instagram yeah. thing there. Great feel work. though. I mean, just oh <laughs> so good. So it's good. Not even born yet. It's so good. <laughs> uh, and I've seen a great man fall. This news will shake the entire world because of how great this man is. Eh? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, I, I did get a text alert on my phone, I, I guess. Same thing. I got a text alert. It's like, Kobe Bryant's dead. <laughs> and then I had dinner. <laughs> and then he had to Google Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Didn't even bother. I vaguely, the name sounded vaguely sportsy. Uh, and I was like, eh. Eh, whatever. whatever, sports people die. Yeah, everybody yeah. dies. Everybody it's dies. Like, whatever. Like, there's not going to be a text when I die. I want there to be. I want there to be I like there a, be a text alert oh, when I go. Amazing. I want to live. Could pay extra for a text alert. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm going to do that. I want all I want is to live a life notorious enough that somebody gets a text alert when I die, <laughs> and not like you. I just, you know what I mean. I just want him to get an amber alert. When I, die. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's going to be one of those silver alerts. I'll just be all confused oh, driving yeah, around in circles. <laughs> Just fuck. Uh, I see a lot of people on social media talk about the man for weeks to come, and I see a lot of sad faces. America will mourn this great man. The Lord then instructed me to announce to the family of this man, the American embassy in Ghana and the entire world, that he, the Lord, has not sanctioned the death of this man. So he died, like, against God's will? No, he just didn't fill out the paperwork and triplicate. Okay, yeah, yeah. see, that's it's, where you go wrong every rough. time. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. you gotta go to the waiting room and... Beetlejuice is there. And you and shrink, sprinkle some yeah. on your head. I've seen that movie. Uh, it's a documentary. So God said to the preacher, Nigel, More tell the family it. of this man and tell the entire world, should they agree to pay my tithes and offerings, I will use you as a vessel to bring this man and his daughter back to life. Okay. All right. I'm starting to get a little suspicious. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get a little suspicious. The man is worth $500 million, and should the family agree to give... 10% of his income to me, oh, I will bring so back them. 50 million then. Yeah. That's not bad. I happen to be the convenient money spending vessel. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right, not doctors without borders. Yeah. No, just give it to me. Yeah. And I'll promise that I'll bring it up to Jesus next time we hang out. I'll be like, oh man, you know what? It's so funny, Jesus. I have this like enormous briefcase full of money for you to use in heaven. Yeah. What? You know, if you're Mrs. Bryant, get a fucking receipt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It didn't work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, no, no. What you need to do is you need to go get a million likes, a million shares, (laughs) a million thoughts, a million prayers. Come back to me. And then then we'll talk. Then we'll talk. Like, don't half-ass this shit. Yeah, I don't want, well, I don't want you to, yeah. I I feel like the clock is ticking because I did read that, like, 
at least a couple of days after the plane, the, the helicopter crashed, they hadn't yet collected the body because he crashed in such a remote area. Oh, yeah. And that's in California. And that just starts to get a little pet cemetery after yeah. about 24 hours. You, you got to get the body to Miracle Max really quickly so he can put <laughs> the chocolate pill in their mouth and then... I thought it was fucking fake, man. This is from the Independent. I totally thought it was fake too, but I, and I also thought it was old because I thought I remember hearing about this in the back in the day. But it's not old. It's, it's and it's got some yeah. disturbing Last details. Week? Yeah, yeah. Religious woman drove into oncoming traffic to test her faith. Her faith. Her faith. So this is a fucked up story. So this woman's driving along, and she's praying for a few hours while she's driving along, and then she's like, you know, I'm gonna test my faith and drive through the next car that I see. Through the next car that I see. She sees a car and she just, it's just not like, like Jesus take the wheel and she crashed. No. She purposely drove head on into another car to test her faith. And like when the cops showed up, she she was not terribly injured. Some other people were injured, but it sounds like everybody's going to be okay. Yeah. But like when the cops showed up, she was like unapologetic about the whole thing. She's like, yeah, did it to test my faith. And if people in the other car were injured, well... No big God would take care of him if that happened. Just a callous, yeah, horrifying disregard yeah. Yeah. for Dri other people. Driving under the influence in this case, <laughs> but this is the influence of Jesus, Jesus. is dangerous. There's a, we talk about the Jesus take the wheel. There was somebody in the past yeah. who's done that. And that's why I thought this story was another version of that. But you're right. She tries to drive her car like fucking I dream a genie style yeah. through another right car. Like, I read this, I'm like, do you think you're driving a ghost car? Yeah. Like, you're just gonna, like, pass through them like you're on the fucking Harry Potter night bus? Unbelievable. What the fuck? Well, and and you, you hope that, you hope that they treat this in the courts as if it were sort of attempted homicide. Yeah. I really hope that they go out of their way to make sure that they try to try this crime as a serious crime and not as a hand wave. Oh, well, she was just doing something religious and we can always forgive religious people because that's what happens in this country All the time. more often than not. To their credit, like the judge denied her bail saying that she was a danger to the public because yeah, she she's is. a goddamn danger to she the public. Is. She purposely drove her car head on into another car. Yeah. I don't think like playing chicken is part of like, although God made Abraham do it. Yeah, it's true. You know? I think God, yeah, you know, it's funny because I remember talking to a priest once and him trying to tell me that his God is not Loki. He doesn't try to play tricks on you. He doesn't try to do that stuff. That's not my God, he said. And I, I never pushed him on it because I yeah. don't care. Right. But my thought was, yeah, he fucking is. Yeah. Fuck uh -huh. you. Fucking yes, he is. Your God is Loki. Your God is trying to trick you. Your God, your God clearly faked some shit to make us all think that he's not real so that we go to hell. So he tricks us into going to hell and going to hell because we won't believe in him in blind faith. Get the fuck out of here. Your God is fucking Loki yeah. if that's the case. I, your God is a little worse like because there's yeah. no like fun to yeah, it. Yeah, there's you no, know, there's it's no, not fun. Yeah, Mischief right. has, an, has, a, has a connotation of it being somewhat fun. No, right. this is just, this is just shitty. At some point with Mischief, you're in on the joke too. Yeah. But like, tell that to Job. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, he's I'm covered fuck. in boils and everyone I love is yeah. dead. Well, tell, tell that to Abraham. Oh, he I know. fucking had to 
almost kill his son. Right. Scientists claim to have found traces of gold in the urine of an indigenous cow breed. Samples show that there are 10 to 30 milligrams of gold in a liter of urine. Seems too good to be true, but it's no moot point. Fuck it. This is from the India Times. Coronavirus. While China looks for a cure, Hindu Mahasabha says cow urine cures the disease. Don't go here if you want to see the photo. That's so disgusting. It is unpleasant. God damn, that's nasty. That is. That looks like bush light. That's what that looks like. Doesn't even look like a corona. <laughs> so here. She <laughs> <laughs> so this is what he said. Just, just so that uh, there's no misinterpretation, right? Right. Consuming cow urine and cow dung oh. will stop the effect of infectious coronavirus. A person who chants Om Namah Shivay and applies cow dung on the body will be saved. A special yagna ritual will soon be performed to kill coronavirus. You should just do that now. Why Move that up on the schedule. Well, if you got a yagna ritual that can kill it, Get yeah. that, get on it, motherfucker. What are you waiting for? Yeah. What do you got to get on fucking Hardee's and likes? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, can, can we do that before lunch of yeah. cow dung? Exactly. Do it before I have to fucking chug this fucking half liter of cow piss. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I, well, I, I like to the like, okay, you can drink some piss and eat some poop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you have other options? You can put the poop on your body and sing a song. I'll put the poop on my body and sing a song. Like, poop on the body and sing a song, whatever song you want me to sing. I'm a little teapot, whatever uh, the fuck matter. you need me to do. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not consuming it. Could, could you imagine doing shooters a fucking cow piss? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. God, I, I would rather die from coronavirus yeah, right. than drink uh, shooters a cow piss and then die from coronavirus. I'll tell you what, I don't know if I'd rather die, but I do know I'd take my fucking chances. Yeah, exactly. I'd be, right, like, yeah. I'd be like, that's what I mean is because I'm gonna, if I'm going to die from yeah. coronavirus, I'm going to die with a taste of cow piss in my mouth yeah. or not. So I'd rather just not. How about not? What the fuck? These fucking people with all their fake cures for everything that shows up, we've covered the cow urine thing. They just, it's like, it's fucking magical yeah. cow urine. Yeah. If the this is the, this is the juicing of India, <laughs> <laughs> because here here it's juicing, right? It's, right. it's yeah. what you it's what it's what you have to. Uh, in in our case, it's a very privileged juicing is actually a very privileged thing because it's sure. expensive as fuck. Right, juicing isn't cheap. So you got to own a fucking device that's like purpose made for juicing, and then you have to go out and buy stuff to juice. And most of the people who do that, they go out of their way to make sure that they don't get stuff that's conventionally grown right. because they are that mindset is already into the organic mindset. So they'll go out and buy, they'll go to whole foods and drop hundred dollars on a fucking eight carrots. ounce glass of juice. Right. I, the, it is an, un, it is an unbelievable level. And it's 900 gallons of water to clean the juice. Yeah. Up. It's <laughs> like, it is, it's at least 900 gallons of water to clean I, one juice. I up. always, I always marveled at the fact at how much money people spend on those things. And then you say, well, can't you just buy a thing of carrot juice at the store? And they'll say, well, that's not the same thing. It wasn't Gosh. freshly juiced. And, you, and, and you, you have to wonder, what happens? Is it like float up the, the, the good stuff just floats away in the air? You can't capture it. There's no way to capture it. Because I'm sure they have better safeguards than just an open glass under a spout. <laughs> that's what you're doing. I know. Yeah. I, I love, juicing has always struck me as like, what? It's only 50 times the calories and none of the fiber? <laughs> exactly. When I get to do the work myself and clean up? Oh, what a great it's, deal. It's literally all the drawbacks of everything. I, it's 
None of like people yeah. like you get all the good stuff. It's like you don't get all the good stuff. Fiber is some of the good stuff. Yeah, fiber what? is. And very you don't good need stuff. all those calories. Yeah. It's like nobody needs because the thing is like people aren't juicing primarily vegetable matter. They're because that's fucking disgusting, right? They're not like I had a glass of kale today. No, nobody does that. Yeah. Instead, they're like I put like six apples in here and like an orange and two bananas and then like one, one carrot. piece of spinach yeah. and a carrot. Yeah, and you're like, all right, yeah. so. That is just that's just sugar. It's You're just, just drinking sugar. sugar bombs. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's funny because the way the the way you describe it is perfect. If it even if you did fucking juice an entire glass of kale, it's still not as good as eating a kale. Right. Right. It's still not as good because the whole component makes sense. You're eating it. You're getting all those nutrients. It's not like you're adding, the juicer isn't adding nutrients somehow. <laughs> it's not like you infuse the juicer with nutrients and then it shits nutrients out into your juice. If only my body were equipped with something to crush and crush and crush <laughs> to like Masticate. Yeah, it's a, wait a yeah, minute. Exactly. Yeah. I have a mouth yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's what's interesting is it's also like I was saying it's a, it's one of those things that's and you have to be incredibly privileged to do yeah. it. But it's we when that's sort of the thing we go to. That's the go to thing. One of the go to things in the states they'll talk about as a sort of a cure all for lots right. of different things. Yeah. Um, and you were saying here you just you just juice a different part of the cow <laughs> because you can juice a cow right and you yeah. get a white substance out of it but instead you want to juice Cecil. no there's a white <laughs> substance that comes out of a cow too tom you've been pulling on the wrong cow that's the thing wrong or yeah. right i don't know you the know. cow liked it <laughs> the cow had big ass horns too. i made it was a crazy. lot of friends with cows. big horns on that cow. <laughs> anyway um you just juice it from a different area. You gotta stand, you gotta stand in a different zone. One udder. I yeah. always thought it was weird. Just weird. A one yeah. udder. You just flick that thing and it just starts going. But uh you lift the tail up and then you use it like a pump, like an old timey, so old timey water pump. You just move the tail up and well, you down. You gotta prime it for yeah. a while first. But uh, but that's their that's their go-to is oh yeah, just you know, it's also the go-to here in the States is rub a little dirt on it. There it's drink a little piss on it, you know, drink a little, drink a little cow urine on it. Well, they have magic animals. If cows, oh, that's true. That is true. The thing is, like, they have magic animals. And if like cow piss was a cure for things, the roads in India wouldn't look like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If cow piss was a cure for anything, there would be pills of cow piss you would drink. Oh, for sure. Oh, God, or you'd pop. You'd pop cow piss because fucking the Sackler brothers would have figured out a way to monetize it. Oh, so, right. Yeah. 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 So we don't have a story for this, but we do want to talk about this week in Trump. We are recording this early. So we fully expect that Trump will be acquitted by the Senate on Wednesday. Yep. I think it's Wednesday. They have already done some of the closing arguments. Last week after we recorded, they said, we're not going to see any witnesses. There was some swingers that did vote. So two Republicans yep. did vote to see, but it's suspected and it really feels pretty obvious that they voted in those cases because they knew for sure there was not going to be an opportunity for them to actually see witnesses. They did it. Mitch McConnell let them do it is more the case. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they waited until they already had the secure knowledge that there were 51 votes against. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Add my name to the pile of, yeah. Hey, I'm on your side guys. Yeah. You know, reason and transparency, just so long as it's politically convenient. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And, and, uh, really what's this is this is going to be a very 
difficult time because it shows that the president can essentially do a lot of different things and that's not an impeachable offense and a lot of things that we thought were against the law and should be against, at least against, at least against uh, what you should be removed from office for, high crimes and misdemeanors. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've essentially come out and said that the idea of an abuse of power is insufficient. That yeah. There is no abuse of power unless it rises to some criminal statute. And and that really was that really was one of the central arguments is like look he didn't commit a crime in the in the criminal statute sense. And it's like well he's not getting fucking thrown in jail. That's not that's not the standard that's written into the constitution. Yeah. Like he's nobody's not on trial for a crime. This is not a criminal trial. As if he lost, he wasn't going to go to jail. If he lost, he's just going to not be president anymore. Yeah. So like we get to decide and I think it was intentionally by the framers. And I'm not a big like, what do the framers think? But like the language seems to be pretty open in the sense that it's like, look, it, the, the mores of the day will at some point require us to interpret this. So like it would have been very simple to be like, yeah, if he commits a crime, period. Yeah. But they didn't write it that way. Yeah. They wrote it, they wrote it in, a, in a much more open-ended kind of way. And so what we've done is we've closed that circle and we've said, all right, here's the deal. The president's your fucking emperor. You hire him for four years, yep. and he is your fucking emperor. He gets to do what he wants. He, he's got, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's got the power of the pen, so he can just he can sign over anything, sign he, over yep. anything he yep. wants. Any executive order he wants. Shoot fucking missiles wherever he wants to shoot fucking missiles. Like, the, what are, like, genuinely, and I mean this, like, are there any significant limits to the president's power now? I don't, I mean, I know that there are, but they're, I mean, they're eroding daily. Yeah. They're fucking eroding daily. Yeah. And we've just stood up and said, does not matter. If yeah. it's for his own personal political gain, fuck it. Let yeah. him use, let him use my money. Let him use my fucking taxpayer money. Somehow that's not even like an, an election, like a um FEC violation. How is that not like, how is that not a if he uses my money, my taxpayer money to leverage the Ukraine? How's that not a campaign finance violation? Right. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. And, and I'm sure there's an answer to it because otherwise smarter people than me would have pursued it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what I know is that we have a corrupt man in office. Yeah, yeah. And he's running again. And this does not seem to affect his base at all. It doesn't really change their mind. In fact, one of the people on the other side of the coin, uh, I think it was a senator. I don't know. It was a woman senator or a woman, uh, a woman House of Representative. So between the two houses, if she's a Republican, that's like six people. So I'm sure we can find out who it was. Uh, but- the, she had said something to the effect of, well, now all bets are off. I can't wait until there's a Democratic president and there's a Republican Congress because we're going to impeach them. We're going to impeach anybody we can. We're going to do exactly what they It's going to be us. an impeach off. And so now it's an impeach. And now now they, they've taken this as a way to say, now we can just impeach whoever we want, even though, and and now since, since the Senate didn't act, right? Because if the Senate acted and said, no, those are good enough. That's good enough stuff. Yeah. And then they they acted. Well, then that's a different story, right? But it, if if it comes to no fruition, then they'll say, "Great, well, we're just going to do it all the time. Then we're just yeah. going to do it to every president. We're we're going to get stuck in a position unless unless we routinely, and this is scary too, because like our our whole checks and balance system is completely broken. Our government is broken right now. Yeah, and I don't know how it gets better. Yeah, but like unless the House, the Senate, and the executive branch are all the same party. We effectively have a government of no governance. We won't be able to accomplish a fucking thing. 
because everybody's just going to stymie everybody else. Everybody's just going to cock block. Everybody's just going to change the rules to their advantage in the short term. And then the next guy's going to be like, well, you gave my guy a hard time. I'm giving your guy a hard time. Yeah. And nothing is going to get done. We are going to solve none of the important problems of this country until this country fucking collapses. Yeah. And the difference is like when this country collapses, we'll bring the rest of the fucking world down with us because we're the biggest economic superpower still around. Yeah. So like, you're all going to eat our shit. Yeah. That's how that works. And it's horrible. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to fix it. Well, I think I think the only way you can, we talked about this many times, is you need to get somebody in there to control all three and say, I'm going to limit my power right now. Yeah. I'm going to limit my power because I think the president is too powerful. I am going to mm -hmm. limit it from now on in future generations, you know, so that where there's not going to be an opportunity to, to abuse this power like there was in the past. And I think that's the only way you have to do it. You can't, you can't do it any other way. And you need to sweep. And I don't think you're gonna. I think- I, I don't think so. You know, either. I mean, yeah. you gotta get out there and vote. And I know that there's a lot of people that are still energized. And they're gonna be energized by this too. You know, you, you say that the other side's gonna be energized because of this, but the, the you know, not his base is gonna be energized too. They're yeah. gonna be pissed about this. And they're gonna be pissed for a long time about this. <clears throat> and I do not think that there is a person out there on the Democratic side that's left that is not gonna eat Trump's lunch when it comes to the debates. Because I think they, they're they way, way smarter than he is. And I think he's showing some serious decline in the last four years. I don't think he's as as, as smart or as like, at least as witty as he once was. Yeah, maybe I think not. he's yeah. I think he's genuinely degenerating. Uh, it's pretty obvious when you hear him talk. He feels very different than when he, when he was on the campaign trail. So he can't talk to that debate crowd like he does his rallies. Those rallies are a different animal. And he's he's been practicing rallies for three years. Yeah. And he's been keeping up the rallies and doing the rallies and doing the rallies. But that's a different audience. That's he true. can't come out and try to try to swing that at a debate stage unless it's at Fox News. I have a I imagine they're going to just laugh at him and boo him off. And so he will get he'll look like an idiot. Now don't get me wrong, the idiots that he's he's screaming out to out in the audience that are watching the debates, the, the six of them that have television reception, <laughs> those are, those, he's gonna, he's gonna, but yeah. he already had his base. He doesn't need to convince yeah. anybody. I think what he's gonna do is convince anybody that's a fence sitter that he's dangerous. And they're gonna, they're gonna point out all the points that he's dangerous. I hope you're right, I think, man. I think that's what's gonna, now don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean that you, that you win without a lot of work. And I think that what people need to do, because when we record, we're, like I say, we're recording this Monday, it's probably going to be acquitted on Wednesday. Everybody's going to have the big sads for a couple of days, but I'm telling you right now what you need to do on, you know, this is going to be releasing on Monday, the following week. What you need to do is if you have money, donate money to a candidate. If you have time, donate time to a candidate and don't just do it in the primaries. Yeah. If your candidate doesn't make it and let's say you don't want to go out and canvas for Amy Klobuchar because God knows I don't, I may oh. still I may still chip a few bucks at Amy Klobuchar at the yeah. end of the day. If Amy Klobuchar is the is the person who they pick, she's her and Biden are hand holding at the very bottom for me, right? Yeah. But if either one of them gets chosen, I'm probably going to pitch some money at one of them because I want to see this not happen. Yeah. So I will do what I can. I don't have time, but I can give some money and we'll donate something to make sure that that doesn't happen. And so I I urge everybody out there to to think about that going forward. It's the, you got, you know, if you can work a call center, work a call center because being involved in politics this year is, is what's the difference between saving the planet and not saving the planet. 
This is like, it's literally the time because four more years of Trump is a disaster for the environment beyond repair. And I, I, I mean that, it's beyond repair. You yeah. will not be able to repair the damage that is done in these next four years if you let Trump still, I, I don't even know if you can anyway. Right, but, but you certainly, but you can't, certainly with can't with yeah. Trump. Because Trump will not let anything happen. He's gonna he's gonna have a bunch of dishwashers that are shitting water everywhere. I know. And he can't, run them 10, and 12, he can't stop himself. Times. He's gonna have cars that run on water <laughs> and gasoline. They just shit water and gasoline everywhere. But anyway, he's he's not he's somebody who absolutely it's literally a crisis. Yeah. So if 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 you can be motivated, you should be. Uh, hey everybody, Tom and Cecil wanted me to let everyone know that uh, Adam and Eve is having its big Valentine's Day special and that we should release an ad that's a little more sexy so here it goes yeah uh-huh. hey everybody hey. Um, do, uh, do you like free stuff yep. wow uh-huh. free stuff keep going that is best but free stuff that will ignite your Valentine's Day is even better. Check this out. Sure. When you go to adamandeve.com com, 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 and select almost any one item, 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 you'll get 50, 50, 50 percent off. That's amazing. Wow. That's like half. Uh, yeah, it's exactly half sexy. But but here's where they load on the free stuff. They load me up. When you enter my exclusive, well, I guess it's our, our exclusive code at checkout glory. Not only do you get 50% off the one item, uh-huh. you'll also get 10 tantalizing free items. That's almost a dozen. No, it, no, it isn't. Almost. First, oh. um, uh, for your viewing pleasure, six free movies. Oh. Wow. Oh. Next, a free mystery pack that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, free shipping. Ooh, saving is very important in this economy. And also, uh, sexy. Now that's a lot, wait, now that's a lot of free Valentine stuff, huh? Mm -hmm. So head on over to adamandeve.com and be sure to use offer code GLORY. Glory. Again, that's G-L-O-R-Y. Glory. Use the code. Because without it, there will be no free Valentine's stuff. And you know you want to get stuffed. Like a mushroom. Uh, that's glory at adamandeve.com. Ooh. Um, use code glory. Thanks.
Well, it's this month's installment for Vulgarity for Charity, and we're joined with our friends in Atheist Podcasting. Fuck and you! We- Sorry, I got excited. I <laughs> and got what excited. would an Atheist Podcast be if it didn't obsess about a suicidal Jew. So <laughs> here's one with his two disciples, Eli, Noah, and Heath. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom's assistant. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> but fuck you, Cecil. I went early. <laughs> forgive him. Forgive him, Cecil. He's kind of my Peter. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Red hot and fiery. And you know, we would have never raised the funds we did this year without the support of our friends in podcasting who reached out to their listeners as well as ours to chip in to do some good. And Andrew and Thomas over at Opening Arguments did such a good job. We need to have them back on the show just to get in all their special requests. So without further ado, please welcome back the funny guy from Opening Arguments and the other guy who constantly interrupts him with all the boring legal stuff, Thomas and Andrew. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Wait, holy, holy shit. Have you guys been sitting there this whole show? Are you kidding? I have two kids under three. That's the most, uh, that intro is the most sleep I've gotten in months. <laughs> and, and Noah, you, you know better than to ask that. I mean, I am always listening whenever Eli is on the air at this point. I mean, that, that you know, that that's that's just liability insurance I didn't realize, right there. I didn't realize you were on our citation needed episodes. That's good. <laughs> now, I don't, now I don't have to edit out the N-words. That's good. Okay, anyway, Thomas and Andrew, not only did we save the special request your generous listeners sent in, for your second appearance, we also saved all the podcast drama because, damn it, if we aren't, if you guys aren't coming down with us, so are you guys ready? I mean, this will be my first experience with bitchiness and podcasting. So I'll have to <laughs> see if I can. <laughs> can't believe we'd have an armature like him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn it, Tom took my armature. Joke. <laughs> okay, first up, waiting for Wrath donated a hundred dollars for us to roast their show. Have at it. I, I greatly appreciate that the Waiting for Wrath podcast decided that they were going to donate twenty dollars for every host on the show and $50 for every listener to the show. <laughs> no, no, look, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, guys. Look, I'm just happy that there's a podcast out there that is filling that important void of white atheists who drink beer. <laughs> that's, that's super important niche, guys. Yeah, next they're going to grow beards and really stand out. All right, no shit. No, I like Waiting for Wrath. They really fit their namesake. I mean, they're less of a podcast and more waiting for downvotes on Reddit. It's good. It really fits <laughs> <laughs> All right, another round for Andrew. Anne and Richard want a roast of Dr. Stephen Novella, and Sam would like a roast of Robert Evans from Behind the Bastards podcast. Oh, well, Anne and Richard... Thank you for supporting Vulgarity for Charity. I'm I'm kind of surprised you didn't ask us to roast the state of Kentucky or Tennessee or whatever shithole you guys live in. Uh, <laughs> sorry, right. sorry, sorry. No, I'm, I'm distracted. Uh, uh, Steve Novella. Okay. Uh, Steve Novella looks like Mike Pence got a hold of the duplicating machine from Multiplicity, and I do not mean that he is the first <laughs> copy. Okay? <laughs> oh, shit. And... Uh, I'm, I'm going to pass on Robert Evans because oh, uh, sure. he won't return my fucking email. So, uh, <laughs> Thomas? I'll take Robert Evans. I, I don't know this guy, but just looking at his Twitter pic, I can tell you he 100% has made home videos of himself playing with some sort of sword. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Shit, I forgot Cecil is here, which is awesome. Am I right, guys? No, it's which fucking is fine. totally fucking radical. Fine. So my point is I, I don't great. even... I don't even have a roast because this guy's just too fucking rad is what I meant to say. <laughs> so pass. All right. Swords are cool. Fuck you, Thomas. Well done. Okay. 
<laughs> Let's not let them have all the fun, though. Eli, Brian would like a roast of Joe Rogan. Keith, Lori would ro- like a roast of the dollop. And Noah, Bryce Blakenagle would like a roast of Brandon Ham. Bradenham. Sorry, Bradenham. Oh, Brian, thank you so much. Let's see. Uh, Joe Rogan looks like a Stretch Armstrong filled with racist marbles. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people forget that Joe Rogan was the host of Fear Factor. Uh, spoiler alert, the answer was trans people. Um, but hey, Joe is not all bad. I can now definitively say I know who my least favorite Bernie Sanders supporter is. So that's good, right? He's found the floor. Yeah, so um, I don't really get that. I don't listen to your show. It's um, not a very good show. I- I'm not sure why anyone wants to hear white dudes try to make jokes about history topics that they don't really know about. Seems dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, also, you guys look like you're about to open for David Smalley at a Yuck Yucks in Nevada, so... <laughs> <laughs> Right on, Heath. The doll's just two dudes laughing at each other's jokes. Yes. Boring. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Boring. Oh. All right. So I got the one you haven't heard of. So uh, you know how Bryce Blankenagel is the only person on his Naked Mormonism show, but you still kind of think of him as the co-host? All the humans in the world except Bryce Dye. Yes. Still seems like a sidekick. Well, <laughs> so mean. Well, Brayden Ham. <laughs> Is Bryce's sidekick? <laughs> <laughs> Bryce is like the cute root of all. He's so profoundly unmemorable that he has to include a middle initial before his mom knows who's calling. <laughs> <laughs> He's so forgettable. I can't even finish this roast because I've already forgotten who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. Now, luckily for you. We didn't just bring you on to destroy your business relationships. Several people requested you set your sights on friends and foes alike. Quite a few people wanted a roast of Devin Nunez in a variety of forms. Eli, you're first up. Lady Silent would like you to roast Devin Nunez as Devin Nunez cow. Oh, and... Um- well, hello there. I'm Devin Munez's cow, and boy, am I glad to have my lawyer present when I say the only thing Devin Nunez has ever grown was more and more ridiculous. The only thing he's ever reaped was ju- his just desserts, and he looks like the kind of guy that could sue Twitter for $250 million while calling other people snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> And anonymous math guy, David, Luke, Ben and Megan, Evan, and Sarah would all like a roast from Thomas and or Andrew of Devon. Uh, what roast do you get for the man who has every single bad quality? Um, <laughs> first off, first off, small thing, but stop being from California, you fuck. It's confusing. <laughs> it's like, He's don't from be from Iowa, whatever. Don't be from Alabama or something. You know, it's like if Sauron also lived in the Shire. Like, you know, like, is the Shire good? Yeah, it's festivals and foot hair and green grass. And well, okay, there's that, there's that one floating evil laser eyeball who lives in East Farthing. But apart from that, and before we took it back in 2018, by the way, think about this. He was the chair of the House Intelligence Committee. Yes! That's like making Heath the chair of the House Returning Your Phone Calls Committee. <laughs> Devin Nunes is a goddamn fucking monster. We all know that, right? He's he's evil. So 
I want to make sure everyone knows this. 100% of this roast is 100% fact because I'm pretty sure he's going to sue us the second that this airs. So <laughs> let, let's be clear. Devin Nunes was the 2017 co-sponsor of, and I am not making this up, the Discouraging Frivolous Lawsuits Act, <laughs> even though he's filed more frivolous lawsuits than Tulsi Gabbard. And also, he's a goddamn Russian asset. Sure right. is. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and lesser known fact, he was the before actor on Preparation H commercials for 23 years. <laughs> oh. A lot of experience with Preparations A through G, that guy. <laughs> Finally, Heath, for Luke, let's have you roast Devin's life choices. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'd love to comment on the life choices of Devin Nunes, but they're currently being sued by Devin Nunes for defamation of character. And I don't want to interfere with an ongoing legal battle. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Uh, that being said, I may or may not have started a Twitter account called at ass of Devin Nunes <laughs> with a pin tweet that says Ted Lou made Devin shove a lengthy legal document inside of me. <laughs> Already has one like. If if we don't okay. have ass of Devin Nunes taken out as a Twitter account, someone should get on. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm seriously. Right now. We, we do. I have that account. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Noah, you're up next. Scott would like a roast for Joseph from the Bible. Yeah, okay. There's at least a dozen Josephs in the fucking Bible, but he did <laughs> specify email that he wanted the divine cuck. So here he goes. Oh, hey, Joseph, which is more embarrassing, dude? Being known to history as the virgin's husband <laughs> or having been played by Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> I think we all know the answer about that. <laughs> All right, got another one for you, Andrew. Grand Priapism would like you to roast Emily Waters. Ah, Emily Waters. Um, let's see. Uh, it, as I look through the document, I mean, we know one of the requirements for a roast is that you have to send a photo of the person that you want roasted. And gee, where on earth would you find a photo of Emily? <laughs> oh, wait, I know. One of the 87,000 selfies she posts a day on Facebook. Uh, I just got a pop-up of one. I don't know how she does that. <laughs> I Emily so needs to be the center of attention that she literally volunteered as tribute to be roasted instead of actually donating. So, Emily, I'm going to do the only thing that could possibly roast you, which is I'm going to ignore you right now. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Uh, Therese would like you to roast Moscow Mitch. Get the fucking cow testicles out of your throat when you talk, please. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the Democrats are the productors Nobody talks like that, you fucking weirdo. Do you think it makes you sound badass or like a man or something? Fuck you. Also, who are you doing this all for? Because nobody likes you. Your own backwards ass state of fucking Kentucky doesn't even like you. You know who they like way better? Rand fucking Paul. And that's saying something since one of his neighbors beat the shit out of him and the whole country was like, oh, that was weird. And then we all never talked about it again. You remember when that fucking happened? You're less well-liked than that guy. True. Nobody will be sad uh, when you die. Fucking no one. You ghoul. Other than that, he's a great guy. And I, I'm <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right. Well, Cecil, this one's for you. Johnny would like you to take a shot or two at his friend Adam. Okay. That photo that they sent of this guy is clearly photoshopped. They sent along a, like like a one of those one of those photos you put 
right before your reel when you send it out, but they also send along his reel, which I might add is a lot fucking harder to alter. This guy looks like he has a weak chin with eyes. Like seriously, <laughs> he's, his photo, he looks all pouty and strong face. On the video, he looks like there's a BMX quarter pipe that starts at his Adam's apple and ends at his nose. <laughs> he's a violinist. He'd have to hold the instrument in place with his ear. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Okay, Eli, you're next. James gave us 200 bucks for you to roast him and his dog, Orange Mocha Frappuccino. <laughs> okay. Zoolander. Uh, this Amazing is reference. very clearly a magical urn situation because Orange Mocha Frappuccino looks way more like a human being than James does. James... <laughs> James looks like he's getting ready to get a bunch of campers psyched up for the Lord, and Orange Mocha Frappuccino looks like he's about to drag out his suitcase of shitborn to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, we have a request from Jerry okay. for a full roasting of his pets. Oh, Jesus Christ, man, your pets are two corgis, one with mismatched colored eyes, and two three legged cats. What the fuck happened to you to get drunk and watch too many Sarah McLachlan commercials? <laughs> Corgis aren't even real fucking dogs. They're defective, short-legged mistakes. Uh, right. Right. Now, now the only reason words. people like corgis is so we can laugh at them while they desperately run around struggling to look like real dogs, which again, to be very clear, they are not. <laughs> and not one, but two three-legged cats. Okay, getting one shitty, defective pity animal's fine. I get it, whatever. You can walk the fucking thing in the park and people will think you're a better person than you actually are and maybe you'll get like a joyless, humane society hand job out of the deal. But two, two three-legged cats? That makes no fucking sense at all. If you can't take them out to show off how much better a person you are than everyone else, why would you bother to have them? <laughs> two two hand jobs, Tom. It's <laughs> Nobody wants the second one. Everything in the fucking shelter is already open box returned merchandise. You pick two that I busted fucking packaging as well. Were you so fucking broke you had to rescue cats from the clearance rack? <laughs> Look, if you're going to rescue something pathetic, maybe adopt a three-legged baby. Then you'd get my goddamn attention. Until then, fucking meh. Okay. All right. Next up is baby. Like it have, does it have an extra I, leg, or is it missing I, an arm? I would be excited if it did, Thomas. You would have my attention. Or a baby that's like a corgi trying to get its legs out of its body, but it yeah. a tiny Man. little short-legged baby would be so cute. You wouldn't even have to dock its tail. It'd be great. Andrew missed out on the thalidomide adorable era. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is Andrew. Bree would like you to roast their parents. Oh, gosh. All right, listen up. D, your daughter is not a little Barbie doll, okay? She's not a teeny tiny little you that's just tinier and better looking. And all you got to do is pick out what shade of pink you want to dress her up in. She's her own fucking person. And if you're not prepared to accept it, the people she wants to fuck are, get this, maybe different from the people you want to fuck, then fuck you. You're not a mom. You're an overgrown eight-year-old who doesn't deserve a baby feels so real, let alone <laughs> a daughter like Brie, okay? And, uh, and Chris, uh, fuck face. Your daughter is supposed to have other interests. On the rare occasion when you're nattering on about your half-orc illusionist where you rolled the national, <gasps> the natural 18 and she 
doesn't run screaming from the room, you're supposed to thank your lucky stars, okay? Not imagine that's the only thing you ever get to talk to her about for the rest of her goddamn life and while she's off looking up page 237 of the goddamn monster manual, okay? <laughs> Seriously, people, parenting isn't that fucking hard. Thomas can do it, okay? Stop fucking <laughs> up so bad. Oh. <laughs> I think we've yet to see if that's true, but... <laughs> Thomas, Heather, and Grand Priapism would like a roast for Teresa Gomez. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Teresa is just obsessed with this podcast called Opening Arguments. Uh, what kind of dork shit is that, Teresa? Get a life, nerd. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> I don't know. I already forgot after I said it the first time. <laughs> that's that's all I got. I love Teresa. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I she's just the best. So I don't know. She's great. I can't help it. Hi, Teresa. <laughs> Okay, Heath, Janine would like <laughs> yeah. a roast for the one and only Kid Rock. Fuck you. What? Fuck Kid Rock. God damn it. Yeah. Kid Rock, you're the Drew Carey of music. <laughs> Fucking oh, gross. That's, mean. that's the meanest thing You saw Ted said. Nugent and you were like, yeah, that's great, but... You know what's getting in the way of his political message? A tiny amount of musical talent. <laughs> I can fix that. <laughs> also... Why do you always look like you couldn't decide on just one disguise right before you left your house? Every time you leave, you're like, uh, Groucho Marx, Sam Spade, Film Noir, Taylor Hanson. I can't decide all of them. I'm doing all of them. Just pick a fucking costume uh, and die. <laughs> yeah. Preferably the latter. Eli, an anonymous donor, would like you to roast their friend, Luke. Oh, Luke. Luke is a surfer, which means uh, he looks like Russell Crowe went method for his role in Master and Commander and never came back. He looks like the center of his vision board is not losing limbo because of his boner. <laughs> Every year. All right, Cecil, got one for you now. Steve would like a roast for his uncle, Todd. I am actually impressed. I've never seen anyone actually try to sculpt the Packers G in facial hair on their face. <laughs> this guy succeeded. It's like a lifestyle choice for you. He's also got like that sun's out, guns out shirt on. But oh. like a lot of his shitty physiology, they just happen to be airsoft guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another one for you, Andrew. An anonymous donor would like you to roast Judge Judy. Oh, <laughs> outrageous! Fuck that. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Outrageous. Yes. This, this is not going to be funny. I'm sorry. Seriously. Judge Judy represents the very worst about American society, right? The idea that idiots want to watch somebody with a modicum of authority. By the way, even if it's completely fake made-up TV authority, lord that over the poor schmucks who come scraping and bowing. and bow You know what the justice system doesn't need? It doesn't need more sarcasm. So <laughs> or more juice. It needs Ken Starr saying that we have too many impeachments these days. <laughs> can, I, can I sidebar that for 11 minutes? Anyway. Thomas, Cataract Bumblesnatch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. What the fuck? Would like you to roast your top patron, Conrad Michaels. And Thomas, please roast him good. We could use a single citation needed listener. Let me tell you. <laughs> cool. First, I have to roast all around best, most helpful, amazing personal friend, Teresa Gomez. And now I have to roast the far and away top financial supporter of my show. This is a fun. Thanks, guys. You really, you really have my background here. This is a good, positive business relationship. Uh, first off, this is a little bit like roasting Kaiser Soze. Um, like, I don't fucking know. All, I, all anyone has is a name. Like, we don't really know who he is, if he's real. Uh, I guess, well, I guess if we have a 
is money. <laughs> not just you know name. what's not hard? Roasting <laughs> Kevin Spacey. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I meant the real, like the, the, the myth of Kaiser Soze. I almost went with Moriarty, but I had the same problem. Whereas eventually there is a Moriarty, but like in the beginning of the movie. Uh, anyway, valuable uh, uh, addition aside. Um, I will say he, he certainly could get a lot more bang for his buck. Like that's maybe a thing to make fun of about him. Like, you want me to hawk a product or anything? Because God knows I will. You know, like he, hasn't, he doesn't even ask me for a, like a hand job or anything. I mean, I'm not saying I would, oh, but yeah, I would I'll, like I'll to be talk. asked. I mean, believe me. Um, so I'll give you two. Maybe <laughs> yeah, a guy with a cats can give him this extra one. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's yeah. Like know how to get more out of what I don't know. I got nothing. He's Kaiser Soze. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> I mean, I I am not a good roaster, but. <laughs> That's all I got. Don't worry, I'll fix it in post. Okay. <laughs> this one's for you. Sean gave us $100 for a roast of his cats, Misty and Sanchez. Right. Okay. So I have pictures of the cats, but I don't know which one is which. Right. So, okay. Mm. The big fluffy one is cute as all hell, and the other one is normal looking, which is a dick thing to do to your friends. Okay. Because, like, everybody sees the big fluffy one and they go, oh my God, that cat is so gorgeous. And then they see the other one and they realize they have to say something about it too, or they seem like a dick. So I'm, I'm not going to roast a dumb looking one because just having such an adorable sibling is bad enough. But I guarantee that you can't even get through the phrase, oh, she's so majestic before that fluffy one misses the ledge with one of her front feet and goes face first into the window. <laughs> All right, Tom. Ian would like a roast for himself and his lovely wife, Ja'il. Okay. All right. Ian, you didn't send me any information about either of you. I can only assume then that's because you can't think of anything to say, which really, Ian, that's that's everything to say, right? You know how when you meet someone and then later when you try to think back to what they contributed at dinner and the conversation, you realize you can't remember a single fucking thing that they said. Like, you know, they were perfectly pleasant and everything, but at the end of the night, if they weren't even there at all, literally nothing about your day would have changed. <laughs> and then like, you realize that that's just who that person is. They are perfectly, pointlessly pleasant. They are a satisfactory handshake of a person. They are distinguished only by their lack of a single goddamn distinguishing feature. They are a collection of banalities sewn into the shape of a stifled yawn. You want a roast for you and your wife, but come on, Ian, there's no meat on the bone. No heat for the fire. Just go back to doing what you've always done, what you were born to do. Just hum elevator music and eat white bread and die as you live without making a goddamn fuss. <laughs> okay. All right. Well done. All right, gents. It's time for another. Spiking round. Category is, oh, brother. These shitty siblings deserve scorching syllables like only you can deliver. That's terrible, Eli. Why do you write this? And it's been with, a lot of them. And <laughs> I know you've done a lot, Eli. You've done a lot. Thank you. He's used that excuse a lot too, and, though. Yeah, Let's be fair. He's done a lot of good scripts. Yeah. And now yeah, he's sure. pulling out the crappy ones here. And with donors this generous, I'm going to continue. It's obvious that a mistake was made at the hospitals. And so for this spightening round, I'd like you to tell me what it was, human or non-human, that spawned these schmucks. Big thanks to Gordon, Travis, Kwana Lee, Steve, John, Mike, and Daniel. I'm going to start off with Corey. 
It looks like Mitch McConnell smashed Bad Luck Brian. Just fucking filibuster <laughs> a load all over him. And somehow your brother just emerged from that baby batter fully formed. And I know that's not how it works, but with enough bad luck, anything is possible, as evidenced by both Mitch and your brother. All right, Travis's brother, Mark. Eli, go for it. All right. Well, from the picture, it's pretty obvious that Travis's brother, Mark, is actually a big mouth bass experiment gone terribly awry. Like, <laughs> like they sold out of the singing fish by June. They tried to make one male fuck doll, killed everyone involved in the project. Like Nicholas Cage did in Face Off and Mark is the only evidence of their horrible, horrible crimes. Next up is Dan. <sighs> All right, well, I, I love this because one of the pictures Joe sent us has Dan holding a box of cheesy bacon fries from McDonald's, which is super useful because he looks like the child of cheesy and bacon. <laughs> but, but also that's, that's like the child of Ronald McDonald's purple sidekick grimace and the person that I imagine is in that grimace suit. <laughs> couple of different ones. Next up is Will. Okay, there's no way Will is Daniel's brother. Because when you put a neck beard and a pair of gluten-free organic Warby Parker glasses in a Petri dish, the <laughs> odds against spontaneous generation of twins are astronomical. There's no way. <laughs> Next up, Jim. Oh, God. Fucking Jim. The Alex Jones watching. I took a picture of myself with a microphone, even though literally no one listens to my fucking podcast. Oh, sorry. News channel. Jim, that guy, <laughs> the guy who thinks he's the spiritual descendant of Walter Cronkite, but looks like Devin Nunes fucked his own cow, Jim. Yeah, no, I'm going to pass. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right, Thomas. Brandon. <laughs> All let me guess is Brandon, my fucking landlord or like the... You know, like my mom or something. What, what do we got? Is this the second highest OA patron? Is that who Brandon is? No, just kidding. I'll tell you who Brandon is. Brandon is Your an asshole child. brother. <laughs> Brandon is the worst. Uh, apparently, he's a homophobic, racist bigot. You can just say Republicans. Fine. You don't have to talk about <laughs> Who I just found out who has been calling his kids ages nine, six, and four Democrats if they whine, misbehave, or annoy him. That's who we're talking about here. Wow. Well, sorry, this is the spitening round. So I'll just say this. Your oldest kid is nine. Well, enjoy another one and a half years of being the intellectual superior one <laughs> in, this, in these arguments. Uh, have fun with that. About 18 months of uh, having the upper hand brain wise. And then uh, they'll, they'll probably grow up and never talk to you again. All right. <laughs> that sounds accurate. Tom, a different Andrew. A different Andrew. All right. A uh, different Andrew. <laughs> Thank Andrew God. looks like the product of incest porn that somehow only has one actor. Like, if the Amish could asexually reproduce, but still somehow had to fuck themselves to do it, that would be Andrew. <laughs> like, Andrew looks like every part of him is desperately trying to escape being Andrew. Like, his whole being at the cellular fucking level is desperate not to have to assemble itself again into Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> His DNA is rejecting himself like a <laughs> That was great. In fact, I enjoyed that so much. Let's do another one for this next set of brother fuckers. I'd like to know what the fuck went wrong with these assholes. Big thanks to Julie, Mike, Lisa, Brandon, Jordan, Shelby, and Anton 
First up, Jeffrey. All right. Yeah. Okay. This is a guy who says the moon landing is a hoax because every time he's ever claimed to have done something significant, it was a lie. So why would NASA be any different? <laughs> uh, um, and I hate to tell you this, Julie, but he is not your brother, right? I, your parents were covering up for the fact that they moved into a house that was haunted by Republican Casper. And if you don't believe me, Julie, that means you have to believe that a human being could be that pale while still alive. <laughs> Alaska is no fucking excuse for that. All right, I'm going to take Michael. This kid looks like a young Chael Sonnen with cauliflower face. I mean, it's hard to tell what happened to you, but I think somehow Pablo Picasso redrew you at some point. Like, your eyes are clearly in different orientations and somehow perspectives. It's like, it's like half your face is experiencing three extra Gs. It's crazy. <laughs> Next up, Kevin. Tell oh. my father. Oh, Lisa Marie, thank you so much for giving the least talented comic on here the easiest target. Uh, <laughs> Kevin was obviously abducted as a baby and replaced with a conehead. Um, I mean, look, look, most of our roasties like to consume mass quantities, but he's the only one returning his kids' Christmas presents to do so. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Next up, Heath, do RJ. Fuck you, RJ. Seriously, nothing went wrong with you. You're an asshole. You're just pretty. You, you look like a eugenics poster that's way too effective. You're like, <laughs> you're somehow the V-neck t-shirt model that every single one of my ex-girlfriends ended up with minutes after we broke up. <laughs> Seems impossible. You're that guy every time. And you're like a professor and you're polite and you have money and you're like good at whatever the fuck we're playing. Fuck you. <laughs> the only negative thing that ever happened in your life was losing to Rocky at the end of Rocky Four. <laughs> All right. Eli, Shelby's brother, Wyatt. Oh, well, it is obvious from her letter that Shelby adores Wyatt. This is a love roast for sure. But from the looks of it, Shelby took all the skills in the family. Wyatt looks like he uses auto-aim bots when he plays Stardew Valley. <laughs> Wyatt's such a noob, he managed to be the only person to lose Yoshi's Woolly World. But Wyatt, not all is lost. I'm told if you ask Shelby real, real nice... She'll show you how to get good, as the kids say, starting with Candy Crush. Okay, Thomas, Dan. Well, Mike got his brother, Dan, a roast for Christmas. And I just want to apologize. It's from me. That that really is a shit gift. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like the Kirkland signature version of the roast. Uh, they definitely were trying to save a few bucks on this one. Uh, but I do see here that uh, Dan is really into building and riding electric bikes. What's next? Build a set of weights that lift themselves while you stand behind it? <laughs> the point of a bike is to get some exercise, Dan. If you if you want something that takes you places while you sit comfortably expending no effort, you're thinking of a car. That's what you're thinking of. It's a car. <laughs> All right, Tom, Marcel is next. I looked at Marcel and I'm thinking, wait, what in the world went right with Marcel? Marcel is a guy who teaches acting because he wants so much to be literally anyone else. He's reading, auditioning, staring himself in the mirror, and he's acting because if he's acting, if he's pretending to be someone else, anyone else, then Marcel can, for a few brief moments, pretend he isn't Marcel. 
that he isn't going to go to bed and lay his head on his pillow again tonight, wondering why he has to feel so much nothing, why he can only feel real when he's play acting. And even as he wonders this, he knows the answer is because he is hollow inside. He is an unwritten script. He is a character with no plot. He is directionless, an extra in his own life, a man who knows he doesn't matter even to himself, and he would weep for this, but no matter how much his shoulders shake, his eyes remain dry because he isn't even worth the effort of his own despair. All right, Andrew, Eric would like a rose for his sister-in-law's husband, George. Oh, oh, Judge George. Yeah, Judge George was put here on this earth to refute the notion that Englishmen are suave, debonair, and wear under 42 waist slacks. Sorry, got to go. Wait, wait, uh, my mistake. He's an Irish judge. Okay, I guess that got roasted itself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thomas, this one's for you, Matt would like you to roast his dog, Barley. Barley. You were so close to Barkley, which is an objectively <laughs> way better dog name. Way better. Name. Way um, better. I, I see here in my Snarl dossier Barkley. that he loves squirrels and goose shit. And that left me wondering, why not geese and squirrel shit? I want to know. I mean, this is clearly from the, the file here. This is a very hipster dog. This is a spoiled hipster dog. And I just wonder... I was imagining, like, I, I'm sure the dog has a detailed explanation for why goose shit is just way better than squirrel shit. It's like, nah, man, squirrel shit has so many additives in it. You, you know how processed that is? My diet has me on goose shit. It's a, it's made a world of difference. I got to tell you, I just like knowing what's going into my body, you know? And for me, that's that's goose shit. Uh, that's, what, that's what's going in there. You got to eat goose shit off of vinyl if you really want to get the experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a warmer shit. Well, you want to do it before it was cool, yeah. <laughs> like seven puns to that. Yeah. That was fantastic. Okay, Eli, Daniel would like you to roast Dolores Umbridge from the Harry Potter books. Ugh, mean-spirited, pedantic, evil witch who uses her power over children to hide her bigoted agenda under the guise of protecting them. Also, the character she wrote isn't very nice either. I'm oh, it's not a nice oh. lady. All right. Jeez. All right. Noah, Michael gave us $220 for you to roast Delta Airlines. Fantastic Thank pick, you, Michael. Michael. I would love to roast them for you. I'm going to do that in just a second. It has been delayed until the next sentence, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, so I, I know it's the next sentence now, but it's actually, it's been delayed two more sentences. <laughs> Sorry for the inconvenience. And, and I said that this would be the sentence, but it's been delayed for another sentence, which I've known the whole fucking time, but I didn't tell you so you wouldn't be able to wander around and get fucking lunch or something. It's extended to delay piecemeal because fuck you, I hate you. I don't want you to be able to even listen to a goddamn episode of Opening Art without pulling your fucking headphones on every few seconds going, oh, wait, oh, wait, is this it? No, you're, you're just, oh, you're telling someone else about, okay, fine. Fuck, shit. Sorry, I had to cancel your roast there, man. I just, I, I knew that was coming too before the delay. <laughs> All right, Heath. Michael would like you to roast his friend James who voted for a write-in presidential candidate oh, in the 2016 General election! God fucking Go damn it. Go! <laughs> hey, um, 
James, uh, I need to speak with you privately. <laughs> Can you step into my office so I don't have to embarrass you in public? Great. Uh, grab a seat. Seriously, grab a seat. You're wrong. Shh, just listen. Just <laughs> You're wrong. First of all, you're from Indiana, and write-in votes literally don't count there. <laughs> That's true. That's a law. Yeah. And your friend Michael explained that to you. You're actually worse at voting than everyone who voted for Trump. You might not have worse opinions, but they were infinitely better than you at the act of voting. <laughs> you did something stupid, and now people are pointing it out, and you can't just admit it, or your fucking face would explode. Because this is politics, and people can't be wrong about politics. We're all experts in politics. No, we're not. I am. <laughs> You're not. I am. Not that anyone needs to be an expert to understand the very fucking simple point I'm making. Donald Trump is doing evil things that Hillary Clinton would not be doing. Hillary Clinton had a plan to raise taxes on rich people and corporations. Trump announced he would do the opposite and did that. <laughs> Hillary Clinton was in favor of the Paris Agreement. Trump is a climate change denier who pulled us out of that. Also, a small thing, Trump is a <laughs> neo-Nazi sympathizer. That was super generous phrasing, by the way. And his policies are targeting vulnerable minority groups like immigrants and people of color and gay people and trans people. And you either didn't think about that stuff or you did and you fucking ignored it. So at best, you cast a petulant vote for fucking nothing blinded by your own privilege. A and now, and now you have Heath, a member of exactly zero minority groups <laughs> <laughs> telling you that you're blinded by your privilege. That is not a good sign for you. Shh, 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 shh. Don't argue. Don't argue. Shh, shh. Sit back down. Shh. Go sit in the corner quietly and think about what you did. Realize why you're wrong. We have to do this all again in November with idiots like you all over the fucking place. Not just in Indiana, in like <laughs> Pennsylvania and fucking Wisconsin. Florida. So you understand why I didn't do this in public? So embarrass you. <laughs> By the way, if anybody not whoever I was just yelling at is uh, feeling, you know, angry right now, that's the rage of cognitive dissonance in your head. <laughs> because I just, all I did was name objective facts. If, if, you, if you were presented by those just now and you got angry, you're wrong about something. <laughs> Change your behavior. Okay, Noah, back to you. <laughs> Ricky gave us 400 bucks for you to roast people who give their cats vegan diets. Oh, oh my God. It's a really popular yeah. thing. Right? What? Yeah, it's big. It's big in vegan communities. They're like, what? Yeah. It's a cat. It's a. <laughs> They're obligate carnivores. Okay. <laughs> Is that good for cats? No. 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 They li they it literally. No. Tell us why them. it's not good. Tell us why it's it, not good. Uh, it kills. Cat okay. Look. <laughs> oh, so that's. It's not bad enough what you did to Eli. <laughs> this poor motherfucker is condemned to shuffle through life eating nothing but textured soy protein and lavender couscous. That goes to a doctor and asks why he shits funny, like the gastric equivalent of looking for the sunglasses on the top of your head. Cats? <laughs> you condemn a cat to Eli's life? I mean, set aside, you're going to end up killing it with your stupidity. Even if cats could survive on a vegan diet, you'd be making them more Eli-like 
like in their lives. Why would you do that? I get that your moral objection reveals itself to be an unobtainable form of utopianism when you're forced to recognize the necessity of industrial meat production for the sake of your carnivorous pets. But that's the end of the sentence. <laughs> Got a cat asking about the pH of his fucking friskies. Go fuck yourself. Tom, Jacob would like a roast of his ex-wife, Angela. All right, no problem. Jacob, let me tell you something about Angela. Uh, Angela is afraid of your happiness, Jacob, and not because she doesn't want you to be happy. I don't think she cares about that. Angela's afraid that your joy, your happiness, it will do what joy and happiness tend to do. It will infect your daughter. It will force her to see what joy looks like. It will make her contend with that joy and will, by comparison, make Angela's misery seem all the bleaker. You are terrifying to Angela because you are the example of color set amidst a backdrop of gray, Jacob. You are the impossible to ignore truth that highlights that Angela is the architect of her own misery and her house is on fire. Angela is the villain in her own story that she will never vanquish. She will do everything in her power to keep this at bay. But Jacob, I want you to hear me. She has no power. Because no one wants what she's selling. Because misery has a bad sales pitch, Jacob. Because the soul of youth calls itself to joy and knows when it is being sold a bill of goods. Take heart, Jacob. Because Angela's influence is timed. It's finite. And she knows this. She knows that her misery will crush and flatten everything inside of her until she is alone, a two-dimensional shadow of squandered possibilities estranged from happiness. She will feel joy as through a thick window, unable to connect with it or to feel it. And she knows this, Jacob, because it is true. And your daughter will know it too. And together you will fail to mourn her when she disappears because nothing will be lost. I, I figured out Tom is the James Spader character on the office. <laughs> Robert California. <laughs> okay, Thomas, I got another one for you. One of your Facebook admins here, Grand Priapism again, would like you to roast uh, Eric Brewer. I don't, Fantastic. I'm not a good enough roaster to roast Eric Brewer. I don't, I don't I'm Come all on, out, guys. Thomas, he looks like Superman going through a bad divorce. You can do this. <laughs> uh, sure. Eric's I mean, that's a good best. one. I, I don't really know what to, what else to add to that. That's good. He looks like if Mad Men was about Don Draper's quest to replace his beard with pubes. Is that <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> He, he looks like he's never good. been introduced as anything but Uncle Eric and or why mommy locks the door at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I think I think you got him. That was a good job. Okay, Andrew, for our final roast of the evening, Matt gave us 500 bucks for you to roast Thomas Smith. Oh, God, Thomas. Oh, I, let's see. Uh, that, that bastard who's just three inches too tall, 20 pounds too light. It looks good. Good in that stupid NASA T-shirt. I way too fucking charming. <laughs> uh, I, I, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this seriously. Um, Thomas is literally the reason I'm in podcasting. So I guess that's kind of an insult, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait, no, no, no. I got, I got, I got. He is without a doubt. He is a crazy cat lady. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and, Hundo P. And, and also, 
He won't put his fucking notes in the shared speech doc. <laughs> uh, I also, got a roast for all you guys who put all your fucking notes in the speech doc. <laughs> then I have to try not to read them so that I can laugh because I can't laugh at something that I'm reading as it's happening. Okay, sorry. It's a good save for not laughing at any jokes tonight, Thomas. Thanks. Um, well, we've barely made it through half of the... <laughs> heaving masses who want more of opening arguments after dark. So, gents, we will see you again soon, whether you like it or not. Thank you guys for coming on. Do a full Thanks for coming on, everybody. How yeah. much I laughed. I'm going to go back through my file. Thanks. No, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> listen to it. Can you amplify it for us? Like, go through yeah. and amplify sure. every There's portion. There's no isotope filter for making you laugh. <laughs> So we are not reading emails this week. We're talking about patrons. Like we said, we're recording this very early because uh, we have to take some time off. We are not live streaming. We didn't live stream this last week, but we will be live streaming this week, this Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. So please join us. Uh, we are looking to have a good time. We're also going to have some guests in the studio. We don't know if that's going to happen or not. They probably will not be on the live stream with us, but hopefully next time we record, we will have guests uh, and fun guests at that. Uh, but we never really tell you ahead of time because sometimes that doesn't happen. Uh, but we are happy that uh, we were able to get another episode of Vulgarity for Charity out. We want to thank Andrew and Thomas of the Opening Arguments podcast and the scathing guys, Noah, Keith, and Eli, uh, for joining us uh, once again to do this. We really, uh, we're moving through them. And, uh, and if you haven't heard yours yet, don't worry. I think they might've played one on scathing last Thursday. And then ours came out. We recorded ours first, but anyway, that's a, got all twisted got around. All mixed up. But uh, but we're gonna keep recording them. So if you haven't heard yours yet, don't worry. We still have a lot to get to. We do, and uh, and we're gonna get to them eventually. Uh, like I say, we will be live streaming this upcoming Thursday. Join us for the live stream. Uh, we think we have fixed every technical difficulty that we possibly can. So come we're see us, hell, guys. Come see us. Uh, we are spending a lot of time on it, uh, and we hope it's fixed. But please come see us. Please come hang out with us. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. 
no refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.